Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by patrons just like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp to support Switchcraft and all my other content. Thank you. All right, so for those of you who don't have a Switch yet, and I'm sure that there's lots of you out there because it's really difficult for Nintendo to meet demand. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, I think it was last episode or the episode before, and basically Nintendo has been selling out every week, and not only that, but they've been outpacing the PS4 uh, launch sales. So a lot of people are like, well, Nintendo is artificially constraining the market, but they're actually putting, they're, they're selling more Switches than PS4s were for sale. Um, so that tells me that they're not artificially constraining the market because they're actually beating PS4 to the punch there. And that's for PS4 launch numbers back a couple of years ago. Um, so Nintendo is meeting those numbers, but still selling out. So it seems like they just need to up production. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, the point that I'm trying to make is if you want to pick up a Nintendo Switch, uh, then your chance is on... on my, my brain just uh, went away. Oh, March... Tw- or not March. April 28th. So on April 28th, you're going to be able to go into a Best Buy and pick up a Switch. Now, I don't know how many that they're going to have, but going to a Best Buy before the 28th isn't going to do you any good at all. Uh, they're holding on to them until the 28th so they can get a big line outside. Um, I, you know, I think that it's good for them to do that because that way people aren't constantly stopping in and being like, Hey man, got any switches? No, we don't have any switches. All right. We'll see you later. We'll see you tomorrow then. Um, so they're telling everybody, Hey guys, we have switches. We're going to be selling them on the 28th. So that's when you should go. So if you still don't have a switch and you want one, uh, you should head to Best Buy on that day and be able to pick it up. And it doesn't even look like it's part of a bundle. It's the gray version instead of the neon version. And um, it's two ninety nine ninety nine, so it's not part of a bundle. But you can also pick up Mario Kart 8 while you're there. And uh, then you can head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and join me for some sweet, sweet Mario Kart 8 tournament action. So I will see you guys there. If you've got a local Target nearby, you should probably head by before this uh, this promotion is over uh, because 650 Target locations are getting special Mario Kart 8 Deluxe makeovers. So it looks like they're going to put decals on the shopping carts, which look cool. Um, parallel, parallel, paralegal princess in chat, uh, she said, and uh, she she said that she went to one, and when she went into the doors. It did the the thing where when you uh, play Mario Kart, if you've ever played before, and I think just about everybody has, uh, at the beginning of a race, they have a deet, 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 and then you hit the gas button. Um, well, she said that when the doors opened, it made the beep, 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 boop sound, which is ridiculously cool. Uh, in addition, they also have, it looks like these cloth covers of Mario's head and Luigi's head 
on the giant red ball that they have outside. So if you've never been to a Target before, um, their logo is a bullseye, and the center of that bullseye is a big red circle. Uh, they made um, the like the the things that you put outside of buildings so that morons can't drive into the building. Uh, they put those things outside, and they decided to make them look like the red circle, but it's a ball. And uh, they've got these big cloth covers over it that look like Mario and Luigi. So that's ridiculously cool. I'm really surprised that I, I I'm I would be surprised if we don't see these things uh, up on eBay someplace because it's really cool. And uh, I'm sure that somebody's going to steal them. Not me though. I don't have time for that cra- or room for that crap in my house. Um, so. I guess it's only going to be for a, for a couple weeks, and uh, if you want to see it, then you're going to want to go see it. I can imagine that there's going to be some YouTube videos of people having Mario Kart races uh, through a Target in shopping carts. Uh, somebody's going to be calling the police, I'm sure. Uh, and then lastly, if you are still trying to get your hands on a Switch, keep checking out uh, your local Target store. Uh, it says that they are working hard with Nintendo to keep these crazy popular consoles flowing into Target stores throughout the year. So, like, it seems like Target is going all in on Nintendo, and, and they're experiencing that there's a whole bunch of um, uh, of hype around the Switch. And usually that dies down by now, so it seems like it's still going. I cannot wait until we get the real numbers from Japan. I believe it'll be next week. Uh, We'll hear the real numbers from the Nintendo quarterly report. So that's it for that story. Let's move on. If you have ever been by my stream or listened to any of my podcasts before, you know that I am a huge fan of Metroidvania games, and one of the best Metroidvania games is Axiom Verge. Um, Thomas Happ, who is the the mind behind uh, Axiom Verge and the guy in charge of Thomas Happ Games, I wonder if those names are related, uh, he went on the World 1-1 podcast, which is a uh, really cool name for a podcast. And I'm going to give it a listen because I want to find out uh, what it's like. Now, while he was on that podcast, he said, many fans have asked us to bring Axiom Verge to the Switch. I have reached out to my old co-workers at Nintendo. I did not know he used to work at Nintendo. Uh, at Nintendo of America many times, but so far we haven't been approved for the platform yet. Uh, as soon as we get the green light, we will drop everything and get right to work on a Switch version. So that's awesome. However, a, l- a lot of people like only half listened to what he said because uh, the internet exploded, of course, and everybody was like, Axiom Verge is coming to the Switch. Here, take my baby. You know, so like it it got crazy there for a minute. And then um, one of his business partners, whose name I've forgotten now, it's Thomas, starts with a D. I can't remember it and it's not in front of me right now. Um, but he tweeted out, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news or I hate to to ruin everybody's party. But if you listen carefully to the podcast, um, Tom Happ did not actually confirm that it's coming to the Switch. He said that if we get a green light from Nintendo. So right now it seems like uh, the developers at Axiom Verge are waiting to get a green light from Nintendo before they start development. Now, Nintendo, damn it, Nintendo, you better start green lighting this game because I will buy it again. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Sorry for that. I will buy it again. Um, 
it's a very good game. I never finished it. And just a real quick description of the game. You play a scientist, as a science guy, I like that, uh, who is doing an experiment. And during the experiment, uh, you get teleported to some other world. Kind of like um, there was a game... It had rotoscoping back, it like like Prince of Persia style graphics back in the eighties and nineties, and I think it was called Another World, uh, where you got you were a scientist who got teleported to another world. But um, this is a little different. It's it's more of a a shooter a side scrolling shoot 'em up, and it's very very good. Um, I won't say anything else about the game other than. The way that it's written is very intriguing, and there's some plot twists that happen where you're like, whoa, that's really cool, and I didn't expect that to happen, and you're you're still not quite sure what's going on. And I haven't finished it yet, uh, so I'm still not sure what's going on. Um, but what I am sure of is that if it was brought to the Switch, it would probably do pretty well because people love that game and they want to support uh, the developer. Now, the rumor also had said that it was going to be a physical release. Now, I don't think that they've actually said anything about that. Uh, one thing that I do want to say about physical releases is in order for game companies to get their stuff on shelves, they have to price it at a certain price point. I believe it's twenty four ninety nine is what will get you on the shelf for a physical release. If it's or in a prominent place for a physical release, if it's not in a prominent or if it's not twenty four ninety nine, then you get kind of put in with all the other garbage and you might not get noticed. And that means people might not pick up your game. So a lot of people are like talking about the Nintendo tax. Um, a lot of companies are increasing the price of the physical version of the game so that they can get good store shelf stuff and then. Because they're afraid to, because Nintendo is afraid to tick off the brick and mortar stores, um, they're saying that your physical price and your digital price has to be the same. So that's bringing the cost up as well. So there's been a lot of speculation on whether or not that um, the price of the games on the Switch is higher due to uh, it being a cartridge based medium or it being. Um, just developers being greedy or it having something to do with uh, uh, policies set forth by uh, brick-and-mortar stores. And I think that there's a good possibility that it might have a whole lot to do with brick-and-mortar stores. Now, Nintendo and developers aren't going to say that because then the brick-and-mortar stores are going to be like, well, listen here, it would it would be a shame if something were to happen to your game and it would no longer be in a prominent place in our store. Um you know, push the nose to the side and stuff. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. I can't pretend to know what's going on there. But I think that if if you're seeing higher prices and if, if Axiom Verge does come to a physical version, uh, then it's going to probably be at least twenty four ninety nine, so that they can get it in a prominent place on store shelves, even if you can get it cheaper elsewhere. Uh, that's That's just my take on it. I could be wrong. I have been before. Just ask my wife. All right, everybody, that's it for the news. Let's get into gameplay. Uh, if you didn't know, I recently recorded a uh, spoiler podcast all about Zelda with my buddy Atomic Bravd, who you can find on Twitter. And you can find the spoiler cast right in the, uh, right in the regular feed. Um, it, if you haven't finished the game yet, 
then just don't listen to it yet. Just mark it to save it for later and listen to it. That's what I did with uh, um with the spoiler casts. I wanted to finish. I wanted to finish the the game, and then I wanted to finish my spoiler cast before I listen to other people's spoiler casts. So that's what I'm working on now while I'm at the gym is listening to those spoiler casts. But talking about the reason I bring it up is because talking about that fight or that game was so fun. Like we talked for an hour and forty five minutes, actually a little bit longer, and I edited some ums and things like that out and some silence. Um, but we talked about it for a really long time, and we had a blast. And because of that, I decided I'm going to start playing again. Uh, so I went, I lasted like a whole week without touching Zelda, and now I'm right back into it. And if you haven't if you haven't found it or if you haven't seen it, uh, I think it was like two days ago, and I'm recording this on the 25th. So I think it was like on the 23rd. Um, I was playing Zelda on stream, and uh, I was I was I was getting ready to wrap up the stream, and I found a Lionel. Now, it was absolutely fan flippantastic. I had a blast fighting this Lionel. It was really cool. Um, I died against him a whole bunch of times. Uh, it was funny cause I tweeted out, uh, a, a, a moment in the stream where I got like this, this guy had a giant mace and he smacked me with the mace and it would take me from full health to one quarter of a heart. And I had tweeted that out and my buddy Bravd, who was on the podcast with me, he goes, first he's just like, upgrade your armor. And I said, no, I just, I just need to not, you know, get hit. And he said, you had one quarter of a heart. That is the least amount of health you can have. And I said, that is the least amount of health that you need, is the right way to say that. Um, And then he said things like, make sure that you listen to the podcast, because clearly you did not notice when I told you to upgrade your armor on the podcast. So I still have not upgraded my armor. I need to find more great fairy fountains, and that is something that I want to do. But I just wanted to talk a little bit more about Zelda. I didn't have any goal in mind when I started up my stream. Usually before what I would do is I was like, all right, I want to try and accomplish this, this stream. Uh, So what I did it instead is, or or what I ended up doing this time was I just started up the game and I opened up an area of the map. I think it was Hebra, which is a bunch of mountains. It's a cold area. And I said to myself, I haven't really spent a lot of time there. So I just went there and just started wandering. And I've never played a game where I can just wander around and have a ridiculous amount of fun the whole time. And I really did. I had an absolute blast. I found a couple shrines. There was one shrine I never really tracked down. It's just, I think that's actually the first time that that's happened. Um, So I still got to go back and find that shrine. Uh, I found these other two cool uh, shrines. I found a bunch of um, Korok leaves or Korok seeds. And I had that ridiculous Lionel fight at the end, which was absolutely epic. And if you want to check it out, just go to um, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and look at my highlights. And you'll see one that's called Epic Lionel Fight. And it was amazing. And I absolutely loved that fight. And I wish I could go back and do it again. Puyo Puyo Tetris comes out today. Uh, I was going to record this yesterday, so originally I was going to say that it comes out tomorrow, but it comes out today. In fact, it's sitting right here in my hand. I'm holding it up because I'm recording this live, which is not what I usually do. But it came with a little with a little surprise. Now, if you don't know what Puyo Puyo Tetris is, it's a Tetris game. Okay. 
And apparently there's a very there's a there's a very popular game in Japan called Puyo Puyo. And it's kind of like Dr. Mario, but you're not trying to get rid of the viruses. You're just trying to chain combos of different colored blobs. And it's really, really fun. My family and I have been playing a ridiculous amount of Puyo Puyo Tetris demo on my Switch and my son's Switch. We both have it on there. And it finally came out today, and I can't wait to try the other stuff. But it came with a little surprise that I did not expect. Um, I recently opened up a P.O. box for Run, Jump, Stomp for my business because some people had asked to send me stuff, and I I didn't want to give out my real address. I, my wife wasn't too keen on that idea. Um, so while I was I was at the uh, the post office getting the P.O. box, plus uh, we also needed a P.O. box because we are starting a, an Etsy business where we're selling uh, dock socks. So here's some dock socks that we're selling. Uh, if you've got a Nintendo Switch and you want to check it out, uh, just go to etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. But anyway, I keep talking about um, the, the the surprise that came with Puyo Puyo Tetris, and it was a, a pair of keychains, which is perfect because at the post office, they gave me two keys for the for the P.O. box, and it came with two two keychains one that's a tetris block which is awesome and then the other the other one is a puyo puyo blob uh which i just thought was really cool like when i uh when i started or when i got home i got the box and it was like a cardboard box and i was like what the hell why is there a cardboard box for this game but it's because it had those those uh keychains in it and so I don't know if everybody got that. I don't know if I got it because I pre-ordered, but I I did not know that pre-ordering it would get me these keychains. But I really like these keychains. This Tetris keychain is flipping cool as hell. Uh, and then the Puyo one's actually pretty rad too. So I am really excited for Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I'm going to be playing a hell of a lot of it. And uh, make sure that you... Um, l- Get, I'll, I'll put my friend code for Nintendo Switch in the show notes, and you can add me, and we can play against each other, and we will have a blast, because that game is fan-freaking-tastic. I'm a number one! All right, everybody, and the last story for today is that Mario Kart is on its way. It's getting ridiculously good reviews. By the way, I didn't mention that, that Puyo Puyo Tetris also getting really good reviews. It seems like the games that are coming out on the Switch are all getting great reviews, except for Mr. Shifty and Has-Been Heroes. Now, Has-Been Heroes deserves better reviews, and I'm going to have a stream coming up where I'm going to be playing Has-Been Heroes very soon, as soon as I get time, and I have some codes to give away so that people can play that game on Steam. Um, But that's beside the point. Let's stay on track, shiny things, distract, run, jump, stomp. Um, But Mario Kart's on the way, and it's getting really good reviews. And I believe I talked about it a little bit last time, how I'm really happy that that um, reviewers aren't taking into account the fact that it's a re-release of the game. They're just saying it's a good game, and it's because it is a really good game. Uh, Dragonfire in chat says, has been. Heroes is getting bad reviews. WTF, that game is super fantastic. It is super fantastic. I love that game. Um I think a lot of I think that the the bad tutorial and it really does not have a very good tutorial. It doesn't teach you the game very well. 
Uh, they don't teach you the game well enough for people to understand it. And reviewers, are they have deadlines. They have to get these reviews done as fast as possible. Otherwise, their website is just going to go belly up. So uh, they got these... Um, they got these deadlines and trying to learn this game quickly is really tough. And some people might say that's on the reviewer, but I think that, that while yes, that's on the reviewer to try and learn the game, the developer really didn't do themselves any favor with the tutorial that we got. All right. So shiny things aside, let's focus on Mario Kart because come Friday, it is going to be Mario Kart city around here. I am going to be playing a hell of a lot of Mario Kart and I cannot wait for that it's going to be so fun we're going to be doing battle modes we're going to be doing races there's going to be tournaments here at run uh, twitch.tv slash run jump stomp and i am so excited to play mario kart that i just i can i had to talk about it one more time i just had to and guess what there's another podcast coming out on thursday i wonder am i going to talk about it on that one too because that's the day before it comes out um i don't know so mario kart's on its way I'm excited. You should be too, because Mario Kart is awesome. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. All right, everybody. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, there's a whole bunch of ways. There is a plethora of ways for you to let me know. Number one, you can email the show. That's runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Use the subject line switchcraft. Uh, next thing. You could just shout at me on Twitter. I'm Run Jump Stomp on Twitter, so you could just do at Run Jump Stomp, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you could also use the hashtag on Twitter, Ask Switchcraft. So I, I always search for uh, Ask Switchcraft before I um, record a podcast. And if there's a question in there, it gets in the show. If you want to make a phone call and leave your voice, I will play your voice on the show, so long as you're nice. And the phone number to do that is 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Uh, some people were asking me, how can I support the show? There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can support the show. Let's talk first about the free options. The, the number one free option that you can use in order to support the show is to go to... Um, iTunes and just give us a review. The more reviews we get, the higher up in the listings we get. If you don't use iTunes, just make an account just for that. Okay. Um, some people have said, why don't you just review your own show to get some reviews on there? I don't, I don't think that's ethical. So that's why I don't, but if you guys like the show, then give us a review and that would be awesome. Uh, the second free way that you can support the show is by going to um, you can go to runjumpstomp.com slash support. And on that, there is a link that is my Amazon affiliate link. If you click on that link, it's got my face in the middle of an Amazon logo. Um, if you click on that link, anything that you buy, I get a cut of, and it doesn't actually cost you any money. So that's the second free way that you can support the show. Now, if you have big piles of money sitting around that you need to get rid of because, you know, you just people are calling you a hoarder and stuff. You got all these big bags of money and you got to get rid of it. There's ways that you can do that. You can go to Etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp, and you can get one of these. Uh, I'm holding it up for the video people right now, but you can get one of these ridiculously cool um, dock socks for your switch. It's a uh, it just makes your, your Switch dock look really, really cool. Um, some people have said, I, I only like the, the dark. Or I don't want to put one on because I want because uh, it, it's bright and then uh, it's under my TV and it's, you know, I want that to be dark. So 
my wife has um she's the one making these i have no talent in this but this is a donkey kong one and it's black so it blends in pretty well uh and those have various pricing depending on what it is that you um are looking for if you want to support the show uh, by going on over to Patreon and becoming a patron, that's at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. For as little as a dollar, you can make you can help me make more content. And if we get to 50 bucks a month, then I'm going to add in another episode of Switchcraft every week. So that'll be four more episodes uh, a month. Uh, anyway, those are the ways that you can support the show. Uh, I... If, if if you don't want to do any of those and you just want to keep listening, that helps too. So thank you so much, and I will see you guys next time.